Do you know how scary it is to hear the metronome go tick, As you're about to record your episode, you're always like, is it going to be overlaid over the episode? Can I get rid of it later? I'm never sure. I think you can. But thankfully, if I've gotten everything correct, you're probably not hearing the metronome in the background. So we're all good. Well, what is on this week's episode of Feed the Fish? Well, we're going to talk about organizing things. And organizing things is something that's pretty important to me because, like many people, I have this room in my house where I keep a lot of junk. Well, it's not really junk, it's stuff that's quite precious to me. Um, I have a couple of things in here, and in fact I'm recording this podcast in here uh, for the reason that is, for a reason that's quite simple. The reason is that basically when you're recording audio, you want to have as many sort of different shapes and things in the room. If it's not a properly treated room for audio, you can reduce echoes and things like that by having a room with lots of different surfaces in it, especially soft ones that can then break up the audio waves and stop them bouncing around. So I'm recording my podcast in this room, but let me just look around and I'll tell you a few of the things in here. And maybe just tell you a bit about how I've organized it. Um, So sitting behind me, I have a cabinet, which is actually pretty organized. Well, this room is pretty organized. This is the final result for now. It's a work in progress. So I've got this cabinet behind me. I have a picture on top of it. I have a set of Lego flowers on it. Uh, They're stunning. They don't wilt or fade. Uh, Some of the parts are even made from real flowers, which is pretty crazy. Uh, Technology is wild these days. Uh, To the left of that, I have my Lego collection in various boxes. Uh, Some of it is transparent and some of it are large black boxes. I I try and store all of the Lego sets um, built, um, but some of them are just parts. Then sort of swing around to the wall in front of me. I've got a pile of boxes that I need to sort out there. Uh, That's part of the process. I've got some cupboards which are all closed and I can tell you what's in them later. And then I've got two Ottomans stacked on top of each other. They're square, so it works. And a couple of old pillows. And then, of course, I've got a hoover in the corner because you need one room in your house to put the hoover. And then I've just a curtain on the other wall. There's a window there, and um, it lets the light in during the day. And it, um, well, when the curtain's open. And the rest of the time it's shut because it's nighttime and it kind of keeps the heat in a little bit. All right, organizing tips. When I first moved in, I had a bunch of stuff, and like really, really, like a bunch of stuff. It was all the stuff that I had. Uh, it lived under my bed before I was married. Um, was some of my wife's stuff as well. Uh, she had it in her cupboards, in her room. And so we both moved here from our different houses. We had a bunch of stuff that we just didn't know what to do with. I mean, kitchen stuff goes in the kitchen, lounge stuff goes in the lounge. Um, you know your clothes go in the bedroom the bedding goes in the bed and then what do you do with sort of strange things that you've got like your lego collection or pillows that you're not using because you got given new ones or you know what do you do with all the boxes from your wedding gifts do you throw them out do you keep them for the warranty i mean i suppose if you had a garage you might toss half of the stuff in there and then close the door and forget about it and never park your car in there because there's no space but i mean let's be real not everyone has a garage these days so i tossed it all in this room that's what we did with it Uh, we put everything in here and this room was seriously floor to ceiling full of junk 
and treasure, but mostly junk. A large part of any kind of thing you've got is going to be simply that it's not organized. It's, it's, it's not that you need to get rid of stuff. It's that you really just don't know what you've got because it's just in complete and utter disarray. So the first step is to organize it. So put like with like. Make a stack of all the pillows. Uh, put the cardboard boxes all in one corner. Put the Lego all in one corner. Put the cabinet behind you and inside the cabinet. Don't just toss things into the cabinet. And so this is what we've done with the cupboards. So our philosophy is that, my wife and I, is that you can't just chuck stuff in the cupboard because you know what, it'll come back to bite you. One day we'll move. And then we'll open up the cupboards and there'll just be this absolute cascade of stuff pouring down on us, which would be an absolute nightmare. So instead what we've done is we have little boxes in the in the cupboard, like little troughs, I suppose. Troughs is not quite the right word. That's that's what pigs eat out of. Trays, not quite right either. It's almost as if, you know when you go into a garage and you have those tool holders on the wall, the little plastic ones, little buckies. Um, if you're not South African, you probably don't call them buckies. Uh, they're made of plastic, they're little containers, they're kind of like a milk jug that's cut open at the top. You probably know what I'm talking about, but if you don't, well, you're not going to find out too bad. Anyway, we have these things in our cupboards, and um, we, we've organized it. So we have one for small little boxes, so maybe you have a box after your iPhone, or maybe your wallet came in a little box or something like that. Any of those sort of smaller boxes go in the one cupboard. Um, we only keep bo big boxes. Um, so some places, if something breaks, they want you to have the box for the warranty and other things are fragile. So when you move, you want to have the original boxes around just to move them. For example, I still have our boxes from our, um, uh, what do you call a serving wear set? No, it's um, plates. Our plates, our bowls, our crockery. Whatever you call that. Dinner service. Ah, got it. Our dinner service. I've got I've got the boxes for that. That's quite important. Those are those are I'm um, good grief, my words escape me. What are those things? Stoneware. That's what it is. It's absolutely not stone. And I've no idea why it's called stoneware. I suppose because it's stone-ish. But then shouldn't it be stoneishware? I digress. The point is I've got those boxes because those things are fragile and you don't really want those to break when you move house. Um, and also it makes things neater. And so we keep all the big boxes in the middle sort of cabinet of our cupboards and then the rest are in smaller things on the shelves. And then behind me in the in the little cabinet that we've got here, I've got a little box for any sound equipment cables that I've got for my microphones that I'm not currently using, those sitting there. Um, I have a box for my camera equipment. I keep my old Nikon D7000 in there with the spare battery. I keep the battery out of the camera. Um, Keep storing your batteries inside of your camera, especially if it's long-term storage, can be a mistake. Enough said. I, I keep my camera in there. When I have a different camera, my Sony A6600, which I use all the time, um, but I'm not using my Nikon currently. It's an older camera, so that is sitting in the cupboard there, and I take it out when needed, but I do try and keep the battery charged every now and again. Um, then along from that, I've got a, another thing. Goodness, what's in there? I'm actually curious. Hold on one moment. I'm going to turn around and look.
Okay. It's pretty boring. It's actually the extension cables and like pieces that plug into old laptops. Uh, it's the kind of things that you need in your life that connect things to other things. Uh, the plug for the fan, the spare extension lead, uh, the plug for your old computer that you still have and sits in the bottom of the cupboard and works when you need it, but you never use it otherwise. That kind of stuff. Yep, that's all in there. And then in that box, I always, that's my junk box. So I think it's very important in your house to have at least one place where if you find a screw on the floor and you know it's really important, but you don't know where it's from, you need one box in your house where you can chuck that one thing. So all in all, let's sum it up. Uh, organizing things, oh, and then you throw out everything that can't be organized. Now that's the whole process. If you can't be organized, you throw it out or give it away. Um, I like to give things away. I normally pack them in boxes. Uh, normally cardboard boxes are the bulk of whatever you're sorting through. Uh, if they're not, I try and find some and I try and sort things. I'll sort things into a recycling box, into a bin box and into a giveaway box. And normally the giveaway box, I work at a church, so it's fairly easy to give things on to people who really need it. And so we'll do that. Uh, very often I'll give things to the church we partner with down the road, um, which is Christchurch Strand. And then when the township's there, um, if you're from overseas, a township is a sort of more informal kind of settlement. Um, and poor folks stay there and they can really use a lot of the things that we would normally give away. And they can put it to great use. They can use this to support their families and it's a big deal. So it's great to be able to give things to people who can really use them. That's very important. So anyways, give away what you can, recycle what you can't give away but can't, but can't bin either and bin everything else. Uh, that's, that's kind of the doing away with stuff process. Organizing stuff is fairly simple. Find a place for it. I think place is so important. If you can't find a place for it, you either must or you must throw it out, give it away, recycle it. It's fairly easy. And then you must have one place in your house where you can put junk, where you, where you find that one thing lying on the floor and you don't know what it's from. You find an old pen. You're not sure if you've got a replacement ink for it. You need a place where you can just toss those things, a sort of very forgiving place that every so often you sort through. So it must be kind of small because it, you don't want it to get unmanageable. You don't want to have this situation where you have this sort of, you know, giant trunk and it's full of every spare screw you found in your house, or every spare pen or pencil that, you know, every mechanical pencil you don't have a lead for goes in there. You know, you don't want to end up in 20 years time with 200 mechanical pencils at the bottom of some trunk at the foot of your bed. No, no, no. It's, it's got to be small, like shoebox sized at, at maximum. It's got to be manageable in that way. So if you can find a place for it, it can stay. If you can't, give it away, recycle it, or bin it. And after that, you'll have a pretty organized space, or you'll still have too much stuff, in which case, repeat the process. Anyways, have a great week, and I will see you for next week's episode of Feed the Fish. <laughs>